All right, everybody, we got a real treat here for you today. Let me ask you a question. Uh, maybe you're selling cars, maybe you're in medical sales. Um, you wanna make a jump to start your own company. Um, it's a jump that many entrepreneurs have struggled with in their life. And when you do that though, you wanna make sure that you grow your company the right way. The principles and values that are gonna allow you to sustain that growth over time. I'm with a company today that is doing exactly that. I'm in Jefferson, Georgia with Top Tier Roofing. I'm gonna introduce you to my friends right now. We're gonna learn what they are doing to grow the right way. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, doing very well. So, uh, Wayne, I appreciate us being able to get together. Gives me a chance to meet Matt, meet Johnny um, over the last couple of days. Um, spent some time with y'all, went out to some sites yesterday, got a chance to meet some of your homeowners. I'm gonna talk about the incredible company that you've got here and what you're doing. But first, I wanna give the audience a chance to get to know the three of you. Um, I don't think it'll be your last time on the show, so let's take some time and get to know the three of you. Wayne, maybe we can start on this end. I wanna learn, what were you doing before you get into roofing and maybe how this trio comes together at Top Tier? Okay, uh, yeah, so um, let's see. It's been about three years ago yeah. when all this got started. Uh, back before then, since I was 18, 19 years old, blue collar guy, eight to five. What were you doing? Um, started out as a machinist when I first started. Uh, eventually worked my way up to supervisors, team leads, um, mechanical engineer. So worked my way up the ladder as I was, you know, moving from place to place in the automotive field most of the 10, 15 years that we were doing it. So uh, moved my way up. Been in construction all my life with my dad. Uh, on, in the evenings, weekends, anytime I was out of school when I was younger. Uh, so had a lot of construction background, not mm -hmm. necessarily in roofing, more siding, drywall, trim, decks, stuff of that nature. Um, worked with Johnny for about 18 years. So right. me and Johnny's been together about that long. Uh, and we, we managed million dollar projects at these big industries that we worked at. Uh, and thought, hey man, you know, if we can handle these projects, we can manage these things, then we can run a business. And we can be successful and do it the right way. So 18 years, so I'm gonna get to you Matt in a second, but 18 years, Johnny, you're knowing Wayne. Um, and during that time, you're doing these various, you know, decking projects, you guys are working together, but you were, before you joined Top Tier, and you guys, the three of you get together three years ago, you had a comfy job, yeah. making good money, well into the six figures. Yep. Um, why the heck did you give that up to come to roofing? Um, <laughs> for me, it was definitely tough. Um, you know, talking back and forth with with Wayne and Matt, um, it was um, it was it was a big decision. You know, I've got a family just like these guys have a family, and uh, you know, just sat down with my wife and just talked to her, and you know, we come to the conclusion that you know, for us to grow as a family, um, it was just time to step out. Yeah. I want to talk about that conversation because you have that conversation with your wife and you've got two little girls of them, right? Yep. Is it five and seven? Yep. Five and seven. Now you've got two little girls as well over here, Matt, right? Now you make that choice to go ahead and leave and you join the team. Uh, that's about what, two, is it three years ago as well or two? So it's about a year for me when I joined okay. Top Tier. But I want you to tell this story because I think it is indicative of how life works and how a good relationship works. Talking about the moment that you decide 
you're leaving. Tell people where you're at and how this all goes down for you to say I'm joining this team. So I was a warehouse lead at a OSB plant. So I built OSB boards, literally cut the dimensions, pressed it, everything. So I'd been there for about eight years, um, but two years in, three years in, um, we had our first daughter and I worked there for the whole first year. I'm working swing shifts, 12 hour shifts. I'm never home. Um, getting ready for my daughter's second birthday and we're going to get her present. And I realized, wow, she's turning two. I've missed so much, you know, changing diapers, missed just so, so much. And me and my wife had a long conversation, very emotional, all the way to Academy where we're going to buy her present. And I told her, I'm like, I gotta quit. I gotta step out. I gotta get into something. I've been selling roofs part-time with a buddy of mine. And I'm like, I think I can make it work. You know, just put my feet on the road and just burn some rubber, get it going. And she was like, quit. If you're that stressed, quit. You know, we've been broke before, you know, at the time I'm making 80 grand a year, you know, pretty good money for me, you know, young guy, 22, 23. And so she was like, just quit. So we literally pull into Academy, my supervisor's walking out. And I'm like, perfect time, it's gotta be a sign. So I talked to him, he's like, man, whatever's best for you and your family, don't go for it. Give it a shot, you're young, let it, you know, give it a chance. So I stepped out into roofing sales and the group of guys I was selling with, we were running an office um, for a franchise and we ended up like, hey man, let's do our own thing. So we actually started another company and we ran it for five years and that's how I got tied in with these guys, you know, so. I wanna ask you each a question, you know, the relationships in your life outside of roofing, how important have they been as you make that step over the past three years? You're still new as, as a company. Three years is better than most roofing companies do, that's for sure. But how important are the relationships you have outside of these walls um, in helping you to sustain that growth? Very important. Um, the relationships you make outside of here, the things you do, how you how you treat people, how you go about running the business is very key. Uh, if you do what you say you're going to do, you're going to have success. Really all it takes, if you ask me in this business, uh, we run into a lot of times people aren't doing what they tell them they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Following up, uh, checking in with them, showing up on time, putting the quality product on the roof you tell them you're going to put on it, not taking shortcuts, um, just being there for them, uh, making them feel like family. That's what we want to do here. Uh, it's more than just a customer. Uh, each one we want to treat like family, create that relationship. When you see them in town, hey man, how you doing? Speak to them, know about their family, how many kids they have. So it's a little more than just, we're gonna put a roof on your house. I understand that. What about though for you, Matt? I mean, as far as your wife is concerned, that's gotta be a pretty powerful moment when somebody at least says, and doesn't do it. You know what, we, I love what you said, we've been broke before, we're gonna figure this out. That's pretty powerful at that time, huh? Yep, yep. It was, um, it was definitely a big moment for me because as a man, you feel that pressure, like I've gotta make this work. So. Of course, like any guy, when I get in, when I quit that full-time job, I mean, I'm just balls to the wall, wide open. I'm just, just trying to make sales and I'm learning a new industry at the same time. So that I'm, I'm making mistakes, but I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. And by the time we get to the point to step out on our own, I've got all this, you know, experience that I've gained through trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, you know, what works, what don't, how to build those relationships with homeowners instead of just, you know, making the sale onto the next, make the sale onto the next. It's, 
you know, building that relationship the way when you do see them in town, it's like, hey man, my roof still looks great. Or, hey, I've got my mom, she just called, she's got a leak, ask if I know a good roofer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that word of mouth goes a long way, especially in a small town like this. And then my wife, you know, she's the people she meets and talks to, and she does a lot of marketing. So it's, it's really good when she can call and say, hey, my friend needs this. Hey, mm-hmm. my friend, and we're able to help them out. So it, it just helps build all the way around. I'm going I'm to ask you to actually ask a preview question. It's something that I've struggled with in my life, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do. And I have a feeling one of you has at least experienced this in the past couple of years. Okay, so jump in, whoever. Um, when you're starting a business, it has a series of ups and downs. All right. Some days you're on top of the world, and the next day you feel like, man, I'm worthless. I, I truly mean that, at least to me personally. Um, like, what am I doing here? There's a serious level of imposter syndrome, and when you have that as a man, I think it can be very difficult to go home sometimes. And when you're having a bad week to feel like you're the man of the house and then also be able to express, Hey, listen, I'm struggling right now with work, but yet I'm the provider for this family. And I need to show that at the same token. Have any of you guys had that experience and where, you know, it it, it becomes something that it's, it's difficult in the beginning and maybe somebody out there is not, they're not the only one, right? Yeah, that's... I've most definitely had it. Um, kind of when I started a little bit of my side, uh, yeah. my wife didn't want me to do it. Made good money. You know, she's content with what we had, happy. I had to do it. Wanted to see the change, wanted, you know, more family time. Um, but at first I was running everything. I was putting material in the dump trailer, taking it to the job, running our dump, ordering the stuff. So it took a lot of, you know, time away from them at first. And then there was days, it was just like, man, can anything go right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kept pushing, um, call these guys, complain every day, <laughs> and uh, vent to them, vent to the wife, but, uh, Push through it, man. Um, I knew the end goal, if we could get to where we wanted to be, it was worth it. Yeah. And uh, that's the biggest thing, just don't give up easy, keep going. And uh, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it. I seriously do think you believe that, that you guys are going to stay somewhere. So that's, you know, a lot of people look at a three-way partnership like, eh, that's not, that's not going to work. But it's also key, you know, they, you, you hear it from everybody, surrounding yourself with a good, solid team of guys. So. When I partnered up with them, it was kind of, you know, me and Johnny had a lot of time. We took a couple of vacations when we first started to get to know each other, took our families, let our families meet, you know, so we can grow that all the way around with, you know, all of our family members. And then when we're struggling with something, you know, when you're in sales, you know how it is. It's, man, this week sucked. You know, I talked to 50, 60, 70 homeowners and I just couldn't close, just couldn't close the deal. And you start feeling, you go, and you take it home. You know, you get just frustrated. So, being able to come in in the morning and have these guys like, look, man, you know, it's all right. You know, we all have a bad week or, you know, it's let's go back out and get it again. You know, you, you grab them up by their belt loop, take them out and go make some sales. You know, it's that's what helps us because we've all three come in here, you know, and you can just tell them in the face like, what's going on, man? What, what are you struggling with? What What's going on? And then that's when we have that heart to heart. And it's like, dude, it's, we've all been there. We've all been there. Let's get back after it. I think you got to surround yourself with good men in your life. You have the ability to express and say, hey, listen, be real with. Um, I wonder if you, Johnny, you know, being in the office right here, and we're going to talk about some of your role here in a second, but 
you see the guys come in here, right? I'm sure you almost have to play like a, okay, I see there's something different on this guy's face today. Yeah. Um, because they're coming out off the field. Yeah. I mean, I think at least for all of us, we all have our strong points, you know, we, we're, we're, I guess we, in a sense, complete ourselves as a, as a company, you know, everybody's strong at something. So, you know, when somebody's upset or somebody's having a, a bad week or whatever, there's, you know, they bounce stuff off of me, I bounce stuff off of them, and we try to, you know, bring each other up. You know, that's, that's the goal. If you're down, tell the guys. I mean, you know, they're, yes, they're my partners, but they're also my friends. So I could tell them anything. I think that's so key. But I think there's a lot of guys out there that before you make that jump, and that's where I wanted to go with this, and you're going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to start something. There will be people that are going to try to rip you down, and it could be, and I'm, it could be your significant other, could be the friends that you got around you. People will say you're crazy, um, and I think that might be when you're on to something, um, because you know playing it safe. Well, it's it's never got anybody where I can say it's never gotten them their dream, but I think there's something fulfilling in life about taking a chance on yourself, even in spite of the fact that nobody else might believe in you, and you believe enough in yourself to say, hey, listen, I'm going to take a chance on me. I'm going to take a chance maybe on my partners that I've got here. And I think there's something fulfilling in that. Um, but surrounding yourself with good people that believe in you too, that's, that's some powerful stuff. Um, but as you guys have grown, Wayne, uh, I, I got a chance to break some bread with you all last night, and I appreciate, by, by the way, beautiful dinner. Thank you so much for that. I know our team back here is appreciative. Thank you. Um, when you grow and you set out, all three of you, I think you've got to have a similar philosophy to growth. What has that been for top tier? What is it looking like as you grow this company? We just want to grow at the right pace. Uh, we don't want to overstep our boundaries. We don't want to get into things we're not ready for. Um, so we just, you know, took it on slowly. Uh, as we do more jobs, as the account builds, as we're able to get an office, as we're able to all hire new people, it's just really about, you know, making the right decisions, you know, hey, it's time we grow. And then, you know, not, hey, let's get into this and just dump all your money into it and you wouldn't be ready. And then that can really set you back. Um, so we, we're looking to get into other things as well. Uh, roof coatings, uh, some roof rejuvenation stuff. Oh, we were talking about that last yeah, night. Yes, so we were talking about that last night. Me and Matt actually had a long conversation uh, all the way to my house about the roof rejuvenation. Um, so we're looking to, you know, grow it, but we also want to do it the right way because, uh, like you said, we have families. Mm. We have to, you know, keep putting food on the table. We have crews we like to keep working. We have office people we need to keep working. And, you know, if we make the wrong decisions or do stuff not in the right speed or when we should do it, it can affect a lot of people. Okay, but how do you balance this? Because in getting to know you a little bit, you also are that kind of guy who says, let's just do it. Let's take action. Now, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are this way. A lot of business are, okay, take action. Let's do it. I, I believe in that. But you're having to balance that with the sustainable growth, family, diversified portfolio outside of roofing. How do those decisions get made between the three of you? So I'm the, like you said, I'm the one, let's do it. So get it going. He's the let's do it. I'm the guy that's like, if I see somebody do it, I know I can do it. And he's the guy like, okay, how do we do it? And how do we do it the right way? 
I want to stay on this for a second because this is important. I want everyone to hear the distinction right here. My, my viewers and listeners out there, hear what they just said. It's let's do it. And then you are saying, if I can, if some, if you show me somebody that done it, I can do it. We can do that. And then I love the last one here. How do we do it? All right. Not if we can do it, not trying to put it down and say, no, we can't, or that's not reasonable or possible. It's how can we, that kind of mentality is so that the difference is such a small switch, but that's the difference right there. It's not a naysayer. It's not somebody cause you're, you're a numbers analytical guy, Johnny, Ooh. but if you were that person they come to and make, we got an idea, let's, we got to do this. And then you're every time it's guys, guys, it's not financial. This is not for you. No, it's how do we make it happen? Yeah. That is such a small difference, but that's the partnership that really, that, that, that tweaked the right way. Yeah. I, I, I think that's so key. I love that. It very much is. Uh, like I say, we, we, uh, we mesh good together. You know? oh, yeah. It's, uh, I think we have something special here. Uh, Matt's been in another company and we've seen other companies run. We know a lot of companies around here. And uh, I feel like we have something really special between the three of us. And, right. uh, I think you do. But in the, and when, you, when you decide to grow, you got competition, all right? And uh, we were talking last night at dinner in this, in this roofing world that has become increasingly on social media, um, competition can, I don't know, it can breed some of the uglier parts of people. I'd like for one of you to talk about though, how you have approached competition. I was very pleasantly surprised at how you talk about competition, your interaction. What's it been like for y'all? So the two, two things I've noticed, so, you know, a lot of people complain about competition. Man, there's so many roofers in my area, I just can't get a... But the, the good thing about competition is the bad guys will weed themselves out. So if you continue to do what you say you're going to do, you're going you're gonna to stand out above everyone else. So it's just, it's just staying at it, doing what you say you're going to do for long enough, the, other, the competition's going to weed themselves out. So it's only going to make you look better. And then the other thing is, is the guys in your areas, you know, for instance, for me, I went on the ABC trip, you know. Um, we get down there and it's all roofers, it's all competition. We get out there and the main competition in our area, I walk up, we're talking to them, they're great guys. And they've been doing it for 10, 15 years. They're like, hey man, anything you need to know, you let us know, you know. So we start asking questions, I'm bouncing ideas off of them. Before you know it, I mean, we've got a great friendship. They stop by the office two or three times a month. And so it's not all competition is bad competition. The guys out there that truly care and want to see you do good in their community, they're going to help you. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw this meme and it never made sense to me. It says competition is happening at the bottom and collaboration is happening at the top. First of all, I think that's way oversimplified. And there is collaboration happening at the beginning, the middle, and everywhere from good people. The best people I have seen in any industry that we interview are people that say, hey man, I'll help anybody out. I want to because I know the real struggle that it is to get here. And I think the people who have made it, and you're starting to see this a little bit yourselves, you guys, you're seeing some real success here. You know how much hard work it takes. And then you look at somebody and go, I'll give you the blueprint. Are you, are you willing to actually put in the work though? Are you willing to make the day in, day out decisions, right? Are you willing to look at the numbers and hold back when you need to hold back, move forward? It's not top and bottom. It's not when your company's starting or in, it's just the good people in any industry the ones who really are making a difference are friends. They are working together and they're working hard on their own. Um, 
And I think that if you're beginning your business right now, I would challenge someone as an entrepreneur from the beginning to be that way. Collaborate with competition because as you grow, you'll continue to do that. If you don't do it in the, in the beginning, you sure as heck aren't going to do it when you're number one. No one wants that. I love how you all talk about your, your competition. They should know that. And I hope they watch this and they, what was the name of that company? Uh, OC. You, you talk very well about these people, both at dinner last night and right here. That's, a, that's so key. Kind of know a little story with OC. Uh, yeah. We had a roof we actually went out and looked at a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I went and looked at it. Homeowner insists he talked to three people. Could not get him to sign. Could not get him to, you know, he liked us. Went through the process with him, told him we could help him. He insisted. His neighbor was OC Roofing. So I told him, I said, if I was going to talk to some guys in this area, that's who I talked to. I messaged him about, what, two weeks later? Yep. You know, hey man, have you chose a roofer? Just checking in, we'll let you know we're here, we're ready to help you. No man, I still haven't chose. Scott called Matt from OC and uh, says, man, I heard you guys referred me to this guy over here on this roof. And that means something. Yeah. So he can. Yeah, so basically that's, and he was just like, man, he was like, I really appreciate that. That definitely shows that you guys are, you know, basically who you say you are. And I'm like, man, absolutely. Because a real contractor that cares about his community, you, you want to see your competition do good because if you're not at that homeowner's door, they are. So you want a guy that's going to take care of them. If it's not you, let it be a guy that will still take care of them. So, so. we get a text uh, from Jordan, which was the homeowner, uh, said he did decide to work with OC. And I was asking, you know, was what was the deciding factors? You know, is it something we didn't do, trying to learn, you know? Yeah. And uh, he said it was just more, uh, he's the neighbor. And uh, built a little relationship with him when he talked to him. And that's why he chose to go that direction. Uh, so I told him, you know, they're great guys and they'll do exactly what they say. All right, everybody, we're going to be right back to that podcast. But... I want to talk to you about my friends over at Equipter. If you followed the show for any period of time, you know we've talked about Equipter before and for very good reason. We have traveled across the country and spoke to countless contractors who are using Equipter on their job sites. What I can tell you is simple. They're more efficient, they're more profitable, and their crews are happier. Now, don't just take my word for it, okay? I encourage you, head on over to Equipter's Instagram, head over to their Facebook, You'll see some of the videos that we've created for them with incredible contractors who are doing great things with their Equipter. All right, you want to head over to Equipter.com if you want to get started with them. They'll show you all the different sizes of Equipters that you can use on your job site and why you need to get involved with them specifically in your area. And it's not just for production, everybody. Um, take my friends over at Shamrock in Kansas City. They're using theirs for marketing purposes. You want to wrap these things, make them look absolutely incredible so that you can stand out from your competition. Once you get one and you try it for the first time, you're going to buy multiple equipters because I'm telling you, they are going to make you a better contractor, better at debris removal and better at production because you're just going to be that much more efficient out there, getting jobs done quicker, turning over houses, especially from our roofers out there so that you're making more money. Again, that website's gonna be right across the bottom of the screen. It is Equipter.com. Head on over there, let them know that Patrick sent you. You won't be disappointed. And now we'll get right back to that podcast, everybody. There are so many people, so many companies that say what y'all just say right here. It's like, hey, listen, you know, we want good contractors to help people, but 
a, I love what you say right here that a real contractor who cares about their community wants a good contractor to take care of their neighbors. You know, you want good people out there at the competition because you know that raises the level of the industry. Um, you know, for all those, for the good ones like OC, there's some bad ones out there. And then when you got to compete against the bad in your industry, that is a lot more difficult than competing against the good because the good, somebody will say, okay, I like this part about OC. I like this part about top tier and you'll get some clients and it'll be good and they'll do it and everybody will be happy and every, every, the rising tide raises all boats type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when you got to compete against the bad man, you got to fix everybody else's problems. You got to fight against reputation. Very difficult to do right there. Very difficult. Um, we got a chance to speak to a homeowner of yours yesterday. And this question is really for three of you. And John, I want to talk about this with you because I think that when you begin a company, you've got these grandiose ideas that we're going to do it better than everyone else is going to do it. Or we're going to be tighter. We're going to be, our processes are going to be better. Everyone wants that. Well, you know, then the first time comes around where well, I can cut a corner right here and no one's going to know, save $400 every time I put on this roof. No one's going to have a clue. All right. And now you've got this decision to make and it's a real one because it's more profit for you. And you're in the beginning of your company. You know, what do you do? Two things come to my mind. I want you to tell our viewers about one, what you have put into place to ensure that the processes, procedures, the consistency of the job is happening. And then when I want you to tell the story about what, what happened when you saw they weren't being followed. You talked about going out to a house and seeing a crew um, because I think accountability and then processes are important. Can you both talk about that? Yeah. So far as the process goes, you know, at the end of the day, if, uh, if, you know, if a certain type of material is supposed to be used in this certain, a certain way or a certain area, you know, we, our motto is do it right the first time. So if we have to, you know, if it requires this, you know, at the very minimum, you know, we, we do it with, with everything. So, you know, we only use the best materials, um, you know, and we just work hard. We want to make sure that we don't get that call back. You know, that's what we pride ourselves on is we do it right the first time. We want to make you happy and, um, we want to get your future referrals from, you know, from your friends and Hey, we did what we said we were going to do. Yeah, but doing it right the first time is only going to be done if you've got processes in place. Now, you stepped in and, I, and you have, I mean, you've developed these formulas and stuff that, the, you know, Matt and, and Wayne, you guys are both telling me about to make sure that this stuff is done right every single time, right? Ooh. Because we can have the best intentions as a, the sales and ops guys out there, the doers per se. Ooh. But if we don't have the checks and balances and procedures in place, it can be very dangerous. Yeah. What did you do when you stepped in so, to, to solidify this process? And how important was that? So, you know, that was actually, I think, one of the things we've done from almost day one, you know, before even Matt came on. It was something that we kind of did together and, you know, we developed these sheets that, you know, to where we're making sure that we're providing all the proper products for the house, you know, based off of what we see from, you know, Eagle Views, Hovers and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, we can go in with this particular sheet and we can type in our numbers and everything and it, and it spits out everything that we need in like two minutes. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's super fast. It's very efficient for us. You know, we know from being an engineer, you know, I'm, I'm the penny pincher. So, 
you know, I know exactly what, what it's going to take down to the penny within just a couple of minutes with some of the things that, that we've developed in house. And then the, the template that, that he built for our material, you know, how many times do you hear contractors that get out to the job and like, Hey man, we didn't, we don't have this and this and this. And so it's like with this template, when he goes in there and plugs in those numbers, it plugs it all into the exact material. We need this many shingles. We need this many rolls of felt, this much ice and water. It's boom, 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 boom. And it knows exactly what kind we order from GAF. It's, it's all in there and it's a full GAF package. When it's delivered, it looks beautiful. It's all the same. Sorry. I think I know the answer to this, but I would have told the two of you, hey, listen, why don't you guys go develop the, what he developed right there? How painful would that have been for the oh, two of you? <laughs> this is my point here, is that there's going to be people that are, that are action. There's going to be people that say, okay, let me see somebody do it. Then we do it. There's how-to people. But if you're in the same, if you're, if you're a Matt and a Wayne, all right, it's important in the beginning of the, of the business to get a Johnny in there to go, let's solidify this process. Because if you don't, you'll never do it, you know, because you'll put it off. Um, and it, for me, it was bringing in people like Matt and Hoffney and others to be able to say on our team to go, okay, let's get into certain programs that'll allow us to be more organized and to keep checks and balances. But if you don't bring in those people, you'll be three years in and before you know it, you're still spinning your wheels and you don't have a process that's in place. It will happen. And in this industry, everybody's about sales, sales, sales. I need a team, I need a team, I need a team. But what happens is, is let's say you build a team quickly. You got guys killing it, selling, selling, selling. Well, if your office can't keep up or you don't have an efficient system, before you know it, your guys are leaving you. Hey, man, you, you haven't got my NOC sent. I haven't got paid. You haven't got this done. I haven't got this done. So... I think starting that foundation with that efficiency in place to where job sold, Johnny gets it, puts in the sheets, done, boom, boom, boom. And before you know it, the, we're waiting on insurance. That's all we're waiting on, waiting on, waiting on. So it's, I think being there for the guys, having those systems in place is what's going to keep you in business for a long time because everybody knows in sales, the turnover rate's very high. But if you've got these guys not waiting on their money, they have no complaints. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to go back to the story that, that we talked about. That you got to get those templates. You got to get a Johnny on your team because if you don't. But then when, what happens though when those procedures, that process is not followed? Because this, in my opinion, is as important as having it there in the first place. Yeah, so I think you brought up a little bit about, you know, kind of on Johnny's side too. Uh, how do you keep from taking those shortcuts if you could save 300 bucks? And, you know, let's put that cheaper material on there to save $200 a job throughout the year. We have the, on those sheets, we have profit margins, we have everything in place, and we're not gonna take shortcuts. We're not gonna be the cheapest. We're gonna be competitive and, you know, we're gonna do the right things and do what we're supposed to do. We're not gonna take shortcuts to, you know, save a couple hundred bucks that could cost us 3,000 down the road. Um, but as far as the crew goes, so just a little story, uh, so I've been using the same crew from day one. I don't like to jump around crews because uh, we provide the warranties and the workmanship I want to be very high quality. It's very important to me. Uh, growing up with my dad, that would be in my head very much. You know, do it right the first time. We don't want to go back. Don't take shortcuts. If it needs it, let's do it while we're here. And uh, so Matt came over. When Matt came over, uh, he had some other crews, a little cheaper crews. So I was like, hey, you know, they've been doing it for them. Let's uh, let's try it out. So gave them a shot. I think we, it was about a week or two. 
Um, so I try to go out to the jobs. I show up. I may not show up at every job, but I'm going to show up two, three times a week. Different times of the day, different things is happening. Um, but when we're trying a new crew, I'm showing up every day. So uh, me and Matt was going out to the jobs, noticing issues on one job, uh, putting stuff on backwards, not installing, flashing right. So we bring it up, get it addressed. Um, I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to try them again. We talked with them. They said they was going to make sure they took care of it, fix it. Me and Matt show up at another job. Shingles are going down, no felt. Now keep in mind, it's it's on an eyebrow. Like it's a small yeah. area, but still it's an easy corner to cut. So they're like, hey, we're just going to nail this. They're doing it with me standing there. So needless to say, they tore all that off, made them redo it. Mm -hmm. uh, did finish the job. We stayed there the entire day. Me and Matt did not leave. Um, needless to say, that was their last day. Yeah. Um, they get, I, we can't have people, you know, jeopardizing our reputation because they want to take shortcuts and, you know, not do it right. Like yeah. them taking those shortcuts wasn't saving any time. Still need to do it, you know, how it needs to be done. And uh, that's just very big. Um, the crew we have now understands the importance of that. Uh, they're very respectful. Anything they need, they'll call throughout the day. We have a job site supervisor now that we just hired as we grow. Um, so he's there to go get materials and stuff. But I've also trained him and let him know his expectations as a job site supervisor. I expect you to act like me. If this, if this was your house and you see him doing it and you don't think it's right, we need to say something. Because, you know, if you want to do it as if it was your home. And I think it comes down to a lot of people are scared to, to, you know, break even on the job or lose money on the job. But what I found from years of being in this is what's scarier than losing a couple thousand on a job is doing it the wrong way. And you've got a huge mistake or a very unhappy homeowner. And now you've got to go back and tear it off and redo it. So we had one on an older home where, you know, it's a three tab shingle, the flat shingles. You can see any kind of, you know, unevenness of the lines and, the guys have put on seven or eight squares and we're out there and we're looking at the lines and Wayne's like, no, nah, take it off. It yeah. was not straight. I mean, you could see it. Off. They tore the whole slope off and redo it. We had to go get extra material, but that's what it takes, you know, to, to stay in it and not have 15, 20 bad reviews. You want to make every customer happy. Yes. So, and that's, that's something he's very big on. Like, he don't, if it was a whole roof, they're tearing it off. We'll redo it. Yeah. I like this because what you've done here, and I think this is a good formula um, for sustainable growth and consistency is by setting the expectation, correcting an action. Okay. So in other words, the expectation we met, we're going to correct it now. And then once you've corrected that action, you need to hold people accountable. Um, I understand that somebody may not understand, they may do it wrong, but after I've gone ahead and corrected it now, I set the expectation the first time I've corrected it with you. Now it's time to hold you accountable to what we said. And that's where I think is a good recipe for something that's going to be consistent, a product that you could be proud of over and over again, and having a crew that sticks with you because they understand the expectation. You know, people think of that crews or employees or sales reps, they just want a free for all. Like there's this thought that, oh, they just want to live their life and they don't want rules. Let me tell you what, you have a company without rules, you're gonna have chaos is what you're going to have. And you're not going to have happy employees. 
because there's not going to be an expectation. There's not going to, they're not going to know what's expected of them day in, day out. Um, I want to talk about the job side though, the production side for you all. Um, and being out there and talking to some of your homeowners, um, it was very unique because one of them, you had a barn, you did a barn on the side. Great. Another one said you were out there to talk about, I believe their deck perhaps. So you have this unique ability as a company to handle more than the roof. How do you balance the roofing company versus siding and gutters and other projects people might want done when you're out there at a home? How do you balance those two? If we can go out and we can provide an excellent service on a roof and, and show that care and make sure it's all done correct, then why would we not try to offer that in other aspects? Like, you know, gutters, it attaches to the roof right there at the fascia. So why not, hand, you know, be the same company for their gutters and their gutter guards? So, and then once we tackled that feed, it's like, okay, we got us a great crew. Now we're running good. We're efficient. What if we take on a little bit more? You know, so it's the same thing with starting the roofing. It's like you get everything built, get a good foundation, it's running good. All right, let's step up a little, step up a little. So it's just that slow growth. And before you know it, now you're able to help with the decks. You're able to help with the painting, the window, whatever it may be. Okay. So let me make, let me play devil's advocate here a little bit. All right. So, because I, I can, this is something that I see across the country. And I really think that a lot of roofing contractors and contractors in general struggle with this. They can do more than what they're specialized in. All right. Every, I think every entrepreneur struggles with this. We could do more than just video and podcast. All right. We could do that. I could rent out equipment to people. Okay. I can make money doing that, but that takes away from what my specialty is and what I do there. It also would take away from the processes that we have in place. Um, so I'm really interested in this because what you said, I can, I can see it. I want to dive into it deeper. You were saying you've got to get everything right on your processes in, the, in this one area and then jump to the other area, right? And once you get that one done, then jump to the next one. Is that correct? I want, how, do, how do you, I really want to dive into the, the kind of the granular side of this, how you all make these decisions to do other activities or other jobs. I think it's the whole supply and demand thing. You know, the more, you know, if we go to 15 roofing jobs and four people are like, can you do my gutters? Can you do my gutters? Well, then it's kind of, maybe we need to start helping our clients in that way too. So, that, and that's, gutters was the first leap for us. It was like, man, everybody's needing help with their gutters. So that was the first leap. And then how do we make that work? Well, for me, like gutters, most of the time it's me. Hey guys, we got a gutter job. I need you to schedule this. So I'm the gutter guy. So instead of these guys worrying about roofing and gutter, when we get a gutter job, that's my job. I, I schedule it, I coordinate everything with the homeowner. So it's creating those systems where we can still be great at roofing, but, but now we've got a guy taking care of gutters. So Johnny though, I don't want to get you away, but Johnny, when, he, when, he, when Matt's saying this now, do you have to put a process in place for gutters to make sure there's no slip in the consistency of the product you deliver there? How does that work? So it's basically the, you know, the foundation's already there. You know, we built the stuff for the roofing and, and a lot of it applies to, to everything else that we're also looking at. We, we do it in the same way. Um, you know, we like to, you know, it, just as an instance for the gutter side of it, you know, we like to make sure we're taking photos of everything. We like to, you know, with along with the photos, with the measurements, you know, we like to uh, provide this detail to the homeowner showing, hey, this is what we're gonna do and this is this is how we're gonna do it. And then as long as everybody's in agreement, then we, we we do what we say we're going to do. It all goes into the CRM, and then once it's ready for schedule, 
that's when I get a task. Hey, Matt, we need to schedule this gutter job. When I go out to a customer, you know, obviously they've called you out there for a reason. You want to address why they called you out there. But if there's other things, for example, with Clark, he called us out. He had some rotted wood on his deck that he wanted replaced. And then he had some areas critters were getting into. So obviously we had to get on the roof. So once we got on the roof, inspected those areas, seen hail damage, then we could offer in that. So as people call us out, we're not so fast to really jump into it and do everything. So if it's something we feel we're, we can't handle, we'll be sure to let them know, hey, look, we can handle this and this for you guys. Right now, we just, you know, we don't have the people or we're not ready to handle this. Um, to make sure we don't give them a bad experience. You know, if we take on a project and we're not ready for it and we make mistakes and do wrong, then it's not gonna, you know, reflect on us good as a company. Uh, so being able to, you know, it's not about doing everything and getting every dollar from the customer. And it's about, you know, getting them what they need, even if it's not through us. You know, do you have a debt guy you can refer them to? Maybe it's a little more work than you're ready to do. Um, if it's a full siding job, what's your crew like? Is he booked? Can you even work it in, you know? But making sure we're ready to take that step to where they have the best experience as a customer they can have. He had some rotted wood on his deck. So yeah, we could have went out there and just fixed the rotted wood, but why is it getting rotted? What's missing? What's damaged? What's causing the water to be able to get inside the ceiling of that deck? So that's why we got on the roof. A piece of the fascia board was broke, chipped, missing, had a hole. Um, drip edge wasn't present, so water was able to get in. So once we narrowed down what the issue was, now it's like, hey man, we can just fix this deck, but in two or three weeks, it's gonna have water stains again. So it's finding the real issue. Don't just go out there and take their money because now they're gonna be calling you back in two or three weeks. It's like, find the root of the issue and let's fix it there and then get all the way to the problem. So it's... All right, so many contractors out there, you see all these different marketing companies that come at you. They slide in your DMs and Lord knows if you're anything like me, you get a few messages out there on LinkedIn. It's tough to tell who's telling the truth and who actually is gonna be able to benefit and excel your company above others in your region. I wanna put my name behind one company that's worked with this show for an extended period of time, and that is Scorpion, everyone. And they're not just great at the marketing side, they also are gonna be helping you with your website design and your build. So if you don't feel like your website and your marketing are truly communicating with one another, then I encourage you to head over to Scorpion. I'm gonna put a website right across the bottom of the screen where you can get in touch with them. Um, it's an incredible group of people, and in some cases, size matters, everybody, and this is one of them. They're working with thousands of contractors across the country, and that means they have a proven track record of success. They know what's gonna work for you, so they can adapt, and they can mold a program specifically for your contracting company. Now, there is something to be said for the local guy, but then there's also something to be said for people who have done it over and over and over again, and that is my friends over at Scorpion. Again, we'll put a website right across the bottom of the screen right here where you can get in touch with them. Let them know that Pastor sent you, and believe me, get your marketing, your website, all up to speed so you can excel above others in your region. And now, we'll get back to that podcast. You know, it was interesting when, we, when I would talk to Clark for the testimonial he was giving you all yesterday. One of the things he mentioned, and this is why I want to talk about sales, we talked about the ops side, but he mentioned y'all did the little things right. 
Um, we get so caught up, I think, in a world that is tech-based and, you know, CRMs and we got all this great technology for, for tra you know, tracking hail and wind and it's, it's right at your fingertips, you know. Um, but what he mentioned was the little things that he, you, you did right way. Um, and I'm looking forward to you seeing this, what he said, but I'll give you a little extended for everybody else here. He said people wouldn't call him back on time. He's like, this guy, when he said he was going to do something, he did it. When he said he was going to be here, he was here. And he was on time. And he was respectful of me. Um, and that stood out for me above other companies. He just did the little things right. Um, and when you're starting a business, when you're growing a business, like entrepreneurs are who watch this show, I would challenge them to look at, are you doing the little things right? If you have a meeting, are you showing up on time for that meeting? Are you being respectful to your vendors, your suppliers? Um, and if you're not doing it now, you won't do it in three years because a habit will have formed and that's not going to be the company that you are. And you sure as hell are not going to have it with the people that get hired underneath you. They will have the same philosophy, the same approach that they see from you. Um, and so I think that you doing the little things right in a world where that has become so rare that's special. Isn't that crazy that now it's just showing up on time and calling somebody back when you say you're going to, that is like the special thing. It used to be, do you have the most tech or, but now it's become these little things that separate a company, like keeping your word and, you know, not pushing somebody to a sale they don't need. Like just generally good things to do for people have become the things that set you apart. Um, I don't know what that says about our world, but I don't think it's the best thing. Um, for entrepreneurs out there in the company, when you are out there on the sales side, help me understand when the expectation is not set. Because I believe we had talked about last night, um, and forgive me, I'd had a little too many of it. Well, how many, what did I have last night? There was a, what was it, Matt, We're bourbons? Were we having old fashions? So maybe I got the story messed up, so forgive me. Um, but sometimes you go out there as a sales rep and when you're hiring new people, they may set the wrong expectation or you may catch that something's not been told right here. It is difficult in the moment to go, I need to address this. How you, you all do that though. Don't let it simmer, right? Don't let this thing, don't just avoid the mistake. Don't avoid the wrong expectation. Um, Cause if you let something go on, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And you have to address it or you're going to, you know, have problems on top of problems that you don't want running in your business. Uh, so we're very big on that. When we talk to these guys, when we hire people, we want this to be at open. Them open to us, us open to them. If it's something they need from us, come to us. If it's something, you know, they're not liking or they don't understand, come to us. Don't bottle it up. Don't hold it in. You have to, you know, you have to talk or, you know, the relationships won't be there. And we're built on building relationships and treating our employees like family. So um, they understand where we come from. It's all out of respect. They understand we have a business to run. And, you know, we have a great relationship. But when it comes time to address the business issues, they know we're going to address them because this is our livelihood. This is, you know, what feeds them, what feeds us. And, you know, what keeps this community going? Yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. I have a real 
When there's a problem, what I would challenge people to do is pick up the damn phone. Don't send an email, don't send a text message, don't send a letter or you know a pigeon or a smoke signal. Pick up the phone and have a difficult conversation with somebody. And if you can see them in person, have it in person with them. Yeah. But we've become a world where it's, I sent the email and explained what had happened. It, that's the easy way out, all right? Stop pussyfooting around the problem and get out there and solve it with the person. Yes, it's gonna be uncomfortable. Yes, they're gonna look at you and go, really? But you wanna have that conversation now, not send an email, wait two weeks, and it's sitting there in the back of your mind every day you go to sleep and every day you show up to the office going, I know I'm gonna get a call from this guy. I know I am. I know I sent the email, but I'm gonna get the call and you know it, but you refuse to address it and it gets harder and harder each and every day. Pick up the damn phone and have a difficult conversation. Be a man, be a leader, be an entrepreneur. These are these little things that it'll stop the problem from happening. I, you know, the statistic of an unhappy customer will tell 10 people how unhappy they are. A happy one will tell one, you know, so that's, that's, a, that's what we're looking at. Stop the problem, nip it in the butt with a phone call and a good conversation. Be a man about it. Be, a, be an entrepreneur, be a woman about it, whatever you want to say. Right? I love that. Pick up the phone though. That's my challenge. Call them, you can make it right. If you if you just call people and talk to them, yeah, and you know try to understand their side of it and the business side of it, you can. I haven't found the time we haven't been able to figure it out and make it work, and both sides are happy. Yeah, so you guys are making it work, and this is what I want to end with. Okay, I want to end with two questions for y'all. All right, um, one, I look around here right now, and behind me I got GAF. Behind you, I've got GAF. I'm out on a property yesterday, GAF for y'all. Retreat, GAF. It seems like this company has been good to you. Explain this relationship with GAF because you are loyal and it looks and appears as though GAF has been loyal to you. Yes, sir. Um, we started using GAF from day one. Uh, one of the biggest reasons we used it, they're the biggest shingle manufacturer in the world. So uh, very easy to get. You know, when we first started, we were learning. Um, we order material, it may be short. We have to get it. A lot, lot of places have GAF that, you know, they don't carry other brands, Home Depot, Lowe's, stuff of that nature. Uh, so that was one of the big exciting factors. And then uh, Ian, our rep, has been terrific. Uh, so we meet him probably once a month, have lunch, discuss stuff. Anything we need, I send a text. It's here next day almost as far as brochures, samples, uh, whatever we need to decorate the office. Uh, the guys, they've just been... Like I say, terrific. Um, supporting us, uh, them and ABC Supply. So they're really behind us, I feel like. Um, speaking with GAF, uh, Matt and them told me a little bit about it. I wasn't in the last meeting. Um, but ABC Supply is, uh, you know, out there, them and GAF really supporting us because they see the growth. They see what we bring to the table. They see we want to do it the right way and, you know, pay your payments on time and, the financial side's right, and they want you to, you know, when they see good companies, they want to see you grow too. Darn right they do. I, I, have a, I have found a new respect for ABC Supply. I got a chance to go down in Tavares, Central Florida, um, is their arguably number one or number two location in the country. A guy named Eric Hunt runs it, and they had a vendor appreciation. I got a chance to sit, sit down with this guy, and they were so committed to the success of the contractor. Yeah, you know what, that comes with their success. But I'm telling you, his focus on 
I'm gonna make sure my contractors are successful, whether that mean I work with the manufacturer for, with them, I I'll help them in any way I can, because if they're successful, I'm gonna be successful. Um, I, was, I had a new respect for ABC Supply um, and seeing some of how their leadership approaches their work with their contractors. It was very real. We did bounce back and forth at the beginning. We would beat you in ABC Supply, yeah. beat you. Uh, and that's normal as you start, you know. And we had swapped to Beacon and then got a phone call from management and had a meeting with ABC and never looked back. Uh, they showed that they was, you know, really wanting us to succeed, wanted us to be, you know, their contractor. And when you need something, whatever it is, if you're not happy with something, you call me. And this is coming from the, the manager, like the, the top dog, uh, mm -hmm. Ken Maskey. He basically yeah. pulled us in his office and he's like, y'all are a newer company. I see potential, whatever you need, we're here for you. If people, you know, random people need roofing, you know, roofing advice, roofing needs, you know, they send them to us. You know, we're probably, I wouldn't say they're, we're their newest contractor, but, you know, we've been in there for a little bit. But, you know, it's, I, I think it speaks volumes that, whenever they get those calls that they immediately think of us and, and no one else. Well, I think that's why we're here right now. Yeah. To be honest with Johnny is that as we began this, you know, talk with one another, I said, you know, there's a, we're introducing a company that has sustainable growth. Um, and ABC and, and, and GAF want that because they want a company to be around doing a hundred million in 10 years, not do 5 million in one year and they'd be a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a surprise that we're here now and that a company like ABC is backing you up and sending people to you um, to say, hey, listen, they, these guys can help you. Um, they've got the right approach to doing business. I don't think this is a coincidence by any means. And with that in mind, I'd like to leave the last word to the three of you. I mean, each of you are one, it doesn't matter. Um, you have a community here that is very close. Um, we're not in downtown Atlanta here or in Dallas, all right? There's a, there's a real sense of community around Jefferson here. Um, and over the last couple of years, you've become one of the only, if not the only, in, in Jefferson itself, roofing contractor. And that means this community is going to be relying on you in the years to come, maybe more than ever. What would you like to tell the community about top tier, about your relationship with Jefferson? And I'd like to give it to the last word for you all in this area and maybe end on that. Not everyone wants. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh. We're big on doing it right the first time. And you hear us say it all the time, but that comes from a place of, we're not gonna be the cheapest. We're, you know, we're not gonna be the most expensive, but we're gonna be the one that, you know, when we tear that roof off, any issue, we're gonna document it, we're gonna take photos, show it to the homeowner. It's gonna get fixed before we cover up a problem. Because when you cover a problem, it's gonna become a problem, you know, in the short, near future. Um, so. We're not out here making mistakes, just trying to make a quick dollar. We're here to do it right. You know, and I tell every homeowner joking, you know, normally at the end, I'm a jokester. I'm like, I love you, you know, but I don't want you to ever have to call me again. <laughs> so, it's pretty good saying. Yeah. I've been in Jefferson all my life. Uh, these guys, Gainesville and Danielsville. So we are kind of scattered. Um, I have a very good community here. I know everybody, kids in the schools. Um, we're going to be around for a long time. And, we look forward to helping them get what they need, what they deserve. And uh, we want to be that, you know, community roofer that everybody loves. You know, see them at the Friday night football games. There's Wayne, there's Matt. <coughs> and, you know, have that personal relationship, you know, cut up, joke around. And uh, 
We just want to be that guy that, you know, everybody likes in town. Not the, this guy screwed me, this guy done me this. These, these guys done me right. These guys, you know, threw the football in the front yard of my little boy. These guys played with my dog when they come over. Um, these guys are built on great family values, and, you know, this is what we want to support and stand behind. Yeah, that's – I mean, John, if you want to add to that, but I mean, I think that's going to be tough. That's tough, right that's tough. you know, at the end of the day, it's family. So, yeah. you know, when we see these these customers out in, in public at the store, at games, whatever, it, it's it's always nice that, you know, they come up and talk to you and say, man, everything's still good, roof still looks good, and, you know, that just makes you feel good inside. You're like, all right, we did, we did right by this guy. This guy's happy. This gal's happy, you know, and, you know, they're going to refer us, and, you know, and that's, that's, that's our end goal is – if we can make you happy, then you're going to tell people. I think that the three of you are making this community very proud. Um, and we were talking about Leafcon last night and seeing you guys down there. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you guys in Orlando in a few months, okay? Um, I want to come back in a couple of years. I know you've got a new office, I believe, coming up. And I want to see that. Um, I want to say that for my viewers and the people in the industry, you all have been about as real as it comes. Um, your hospitality has been second to none. Um, you know, your teams are prepared. You truly give a crap behind the scenes. And it's been a pleasure to be able to work next to y'all um, the last, you know, 36 hours or so. And my team here, they appreciate it too. Um, so people should know that what you see right here is not manufactured BS. It is real. And the family values that you stand for and that this team stands for are something that is worth celebrating. Um, and I hope that people really take heed to that so that they can grow their company in a similar way. The more companies that are like yours in this, in this industry, the better this industry will become. So thank you all very much. We're going to do some more content here in a minute. I know we're going to get started, but I, I, I really want people to know that in my audience and in this industry who, uh, who watch this, uh, who watch this channel, folks, this is what it's all about. Sustained growth and, um, growing the right way with your company and your people. Um, we've got so much great stuff here. I'm going to tell you the one thing I'm going to take away from it. And I hope you go back and watch this portion. You know, we had the people that say, let's do it. You got the people that say, let's see how someone else has done it. And then you've got individuals like Johnny who say, how can we get it done? All right. So I would challenge you to take action in your business today or to take the first step to doing it yourself. How can you get it done? Figure it out and make it happen. These gentlemen have, and they've done it the right way. I look forward to seeing y'all in another episode. Until next time.